Okay, the first thing I'd like to say is uh, I want to acknowledge the passing of, of a Utah sports legend, uh, Bill Marcroft, uh, this past weekend. Good friend of mine, uh, when I first got the job here way back when, uh, he was a big help to me, uh, a mentor, if you will, uh, helped me make that transition. Uh, spent a lot of time with him in those early years of my uh, head coaching career. Uh, had a chance to get to know Bill very well over the course of those last 15, 16 years, and even prior to that. But uh, he'll be missed. Uh, just a, an icon in the uh, in Utah athletics, and and I had the opportunity to go out to dinner with him and his wife Joyce uh, a couple times, and and uh, the respect and admiration and love that that he had for her was uh, really an inspiration to me, and and. Uh, just a, a great guy and he'll be missed and and I just want to make sure that uh, you know we acknowledge that and, and let you know my feelings about Bill so so uh, rest in peace Bill uh, uh, as far as football goes uh, we've had a, a encouraging week so far uh, excellent practice yesterday uh, you might uh, expect that the players spirits be a little down because of the disappointment the last couple of weeks but that's not the case they're eager and ready to go and uh, we had a like I said a very productive practice we'll get back out on the field today things are trending in the right direction for us uh, as far as uh, getting back to health and getting uh, guys back uh, out on the practice field so that's encouraging as well and right now all our efforts are geared towards getting ready for the USC Trojans and uh, be kicking off uh, hopefully uh, Saturday night 8:30, ESPN national TV and so we're excited about that opportunity. So questions? We'll start with Trevor Allen, followed by Josh Newman of the Salt Lake Tribune and Patrick Kinahan of 1280 Zone. Uh, what has the last two weeks been like for you and also for, for your players to where you guys are getting ready for games and then on Friday having them be, be pulled away from you guys? How, how has it been, you know, emotionally and also just around the locker room? Well, it's been tough, and particularly for the players. I mean, coaches, you know, are, are probably a little more – uh, emotionally able to handle that, but but players they're competitive, they're they're looking forward to competing, and to have the, uh, the rug pulled out from under them at the last minute, two weekends in a row, is is difficult. But like I said, they've been uh, very resilient and shown a great deal of of resolve when they come back, and uh, so we're in a good place right now mentally. We still you know, don't, don't know a lot about our football team because we haven't had a chance to play yet. But, but uh, as far as their work ethic, uh, their focus, their attention to detail, it's all been very good. We'll go to Josh Newman, followed by Patrick Kinahan. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Just to follow up what Trevor said, um, you know, your players are grinding all week, but, you know, the week is not ending in a game. Um, from a mental standpoint, it, an emotional standpoint, just how important is it to kind of keep tabs on your players right now? Well, it's always important to keep tabs on them. And that's uh, part of our job as, as coaches is to uh, be in tune with uh, them and their lives and everything they got going on and uh, be there not only for, you know, to, to coach football, but uh, for just uh, support in general and uh, their well-being and making sure we're tuned into that. And that's a big part of our our uh, responsibility as coaches, we, you know, position control and, and uh, mm -hmm. everything about your position group, uh, academically, socially, 
football wise, obviously it's just all part of the deal. And so I think our, I know our assistant coaches do a great job of staying in tune with that and making sure that uh, we're uh, sensitive to, to what's going on in their lives. And just to follow that up, I know that as you guys went through last week, you guys were very close to the 53 player threshold, you know, kind of one way or the other as this week kind of gets going here, uh, are more guys coming out of quarantine and is your 53 situation kind of looking more optimistic right now? It is. It is. We're getting more guys back, uh, both out of quarantine and also the active cases have run their course for the most part. We still have a few that uh, are, are uh, not in, in non-involved football-wise yet, but uh, due to come out in the next few days. But uh, we're in a much better spot right now than we were the last two weeks. And and uh, we tried to do everything in our power the last couple of weeks to play, but uh, there was, you know, between the 53 available scholarship players or, or and or a position group being decimated, that knocked us out of, of uh, competition. Our next question will come from Patrick Kinahan, followed by Ryan Costeca, SI.com. So you talk about competition every day in practice. I'm wondering with that in mind, you've still had the competition these last two weeks, but no games. Has the depth chart fluctuated in terms of guys maybe moving up and down based on these practices? It's fluctuated in guys moving up and down more so on who's available than competition and practices. We've, we've had to shuffle the deck quite a few times based on the revolving door of who's in quarantine, who's got uh, an active case of COVID or uh, just an injury for that matter. You know, there's, there's also you're dealing with injuries that are non COVID related. And so that's been more of a, uh, disruptor to the depth chart than has the competition. And now competition is always there and and uh, it's always a part of the equation for us of, of who's going to get playing time. But but uh, that is taking a back seat right now just to the who's healthy and who's not. And then we saw the Pac-12 put together a game basically in two days notice and it was played Sunday. You got the Trojans this week, but who knows next week because down in Tempe they're having issues what are your thoughts about getting a game that isn't currently scheduled on short notice? Well, it's uh, you know it's not ideal to be able to or to have to prepare in a short period of time for a, for an opponent. Uh, I think it was 48 hours that uh, Cal had uh, with uh, with their last game, and and uh, but if both if both teams are on the same uh, footing and it's a level playing field and. Uh, neither team had a, a extended period of time to prepare while the other team was thrust into a, a short window, then uh, you got to go. I mean, we got to get games in and it's not really a factor for player health or safety. It's just a strategic factor. You know, the coach is not being able to have much time to game plan and make uh, put in uh, things specific to that particular team. So as long as it's not a health or safety factor for our players, we're good to go. But again, as, you know, in a caveat to that is making sure that, you know, if one team had been planning all along for the possibility of, of playing a certain team and the other team was scheduled to play another team and at the last minute had to switch gears, that uh, isn't uh, ideal. But, uh, you know, and this, this is a unique year, uh, unique circumstances, and you've got to be ready to adapt and, and uh, make changes and be able to do things like that. Next, we'll go to Ryan Costeca, followed by Josh Newman. Hey, Coach, how are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. So, obviously, uh, you know, you're coming into the season with a young, you know, secondary primarily. Have you seen the growth from them the last two weeks that maybe gives you more confidence heading into USC this week rather than, you know, facing Arizona for the first time two weeks ago? Well, we've definitely seen growth. Uh, we've also seen uh, guys miss a bunch of practice because of uh, 
circumstances. And so uh, it's been a little bit of, uh, you know, a, a double-edged sword where guys are, are getting better, but then guys that need reps are not available to practice. And so uh, we feel like we're made, we've made progress, but we still don't know what we have. We haven't lined up against anybody yet. But as far as their techniques and fundamentals and, and grasp of the scheme, you can see that uh, getting better on a daily basis. But uh, we got to line up and play somebody to really find out where we stand. Next question will come from Josh Newman, followed by Josh Furlong. Kyle, I know that things are constantly fluid in terms of personnel and who you have available on a given day. Are you still in a position right now where um, where scout team guys and walk-ons are are getting two deep reps? That is becoming less and less the case. We've got that in a few isolated spots now, but uh, for the most part, we're in pretty good shape. Uh, and you know, it's, it's uh, still not perfect, but we're in a much better spot than we have been at any point over the last two weeks. And so we, we feel like uh, we've, you know, we've got our, ourselves back into a good situation. There's still a few few guys that we're missing, but uh, hopefully we get those guys back uh, shortly. And just a quick follow-up. Um, you fielded a question before about, you know, scheduling a game on short notice, how it's not ideal, et cetera. Um, are you guys kind of actively looking across the landscape if the Arizona State game were to be canceled on November 28th, kind of seeing what the options are? Well, I don't think that would be up to us at all. I believe it'd be up to the conference. And, uh, we, you know, we'd like to play. That's uh, the bottom line. And, and to, uh, you know, you have to have a, uh, another Pac-12 team that's in the same boat because, of, you know, it's scheduled out. Everybody's got uh, opponents for the next, what, five weeks. And so it would have to be a situation where somebody else had a cancellation as well and it, and it matched up on your schedule. And so that would be, uh, again, at the conference level and, and something that they would decide. Next up, Josh Furlong, followed by Jeff Call of the Deseret News. Now, speaking a little bit about the game this week, uh, last year, Keaton Slovis, their quarterback, uh, he, he did phenomenal things for him. He, he you know, he kind of came on the scene and, and really took it by surprise. Uh, this year, he's kind of started off a little bit slower, sputtered a little bit. What, what are you seeing from him that, that, that still gives you a challenge? And, and maybe what, what have you seen as the difference for him this year so far? Well, he presents a big challenge. He's, a, he's an excellent quarterback. Uh, he's made some throws this year. That throw against Arizona State on the fourth and 11 uh, to win the game was, was an incredible throw. He put the ball in the only place it could have been put to, to be caught. And so he's a guy that what I see on film has a lot of poise. He's composed. Nothing seems to get to him. He's, uh, he's uh, got a, a real leadership quality to him. And uh, their offense seems to respond to him. Now he's got a great core of receivers to throw to. He's got a stable of backs that are very talented and a, and a very athletic offensive line. So he's got a, an outstanding supporting cast. But, but uh, he's, he's an excellent quarterback and, and uh, has performed, in my opinion, very well the first two games. Our final two questions will come from Jeff Call of the Deseret News and Trevor Allen of KSLSports.com. Kyle, looking at the big picture at this point with all that your team's been through already, what do you hope to get out of this uh, really unique season? Well, we hope to play, first of all. We're, I think we're the only Power 5 team that hasn't played yet. And so that's, that's, uh, that's the first and foremost, is just get on the field and get in, that, get in an actual game, uh, see what we got with these, with these uh, new players. 
and uh, obviously be competitive. We've got uh, some good things going for us on offense. We very few new players on offense. That's a veteran group, and so uh, we expect to be productive on offense. And and uh, really, the key is how quickly this defense can come around. But but uh, we're always looking to to uh, win the South and, and get to the championship game, and then win that. And so that's that's our objective, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we got to start playing at some point, and hopefully, this is the week we're able to do that. Our final question from Trevor Allen. Kyle, as you look at the uh, Trojans' defense, do you do you feel like that there's you know, especially having a new coordinator, does that provide any kind of advantage, especially because you have a lot of veterans coming back on offense? It does, and uh, we also have two game tapes on them, uh, which we can study and analyze and and uh, base our game plan around. And uh, they're they're very athletic on defense, just like always. Same thing I said about UCLA. Uh, last week, I mean, they're right in the hotbed of Southern California's recruiting uh, and talent. The talent level down there is outstanding, and they're going to be talented every single year. That's never going to change. They're USC, and so they've got a lot of athletes on that defense. Uh, defensive line is, is playing well. Uh, so they've got guys really, you know, four- and five-star guys at every position. So that's going to make for a, uh, a formidable opponent uh, no matter what the circumstances.